0: Whoa. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Nightmares Podcast, where we talk about all things horror, and we now exclusively interview people from the horror community. Uh, we talk to people who are into horror movie movies, music. Um, is the, today's today's guest, and then also stores uh, go, uh, from a time gone by, unfortunately. But um, but but we're gonna talk about it today. Um, uh, we, I of course I have my partner in crime, Mister Zachary Smith, is here. What's up? And we of course have Ian Lumen, who I'm gonna let introduce. Um, and he is a good friend of a friend um uh directly connected with clory uh, clory clark a.k.a poltergeist od um go ahead sir and introduce yourself
1: hey everyone my name is ian lumen and i work at the last blockbuster in bend oregon and i uh, also make music um a lot of different kinds from death metal to uh horror beats uh synth wave deep like trance tech stuff um and that's pretty much what I do now. I just, I, I I'm saturated in movies at work all day and I come home and I surround myself with horror and music <laughs> during my evenings. So this is obviously I don't have a lot in this particular room, but I got a lot of, a lot of stuff around the house. So
0: yeah. Very and, nice. And then and, your, produ- your producer name is, is kind of unique as well. What's your producer name?
1: Yeah. So I, I was trying to figure out just something kind of silly and I've always, I, I always love blood squibs. They're just my favorite. I, Homie's death in RoboCop is like one of my favorite death scenes of all time in any movie. I forgot his name, but poor dude just gets obliterated. And uh, so I was like, "Squib." I like Squib. Squib's a good name, so I decided to go with with Squib. And uh, as kind of as a joke, um, one of my buddies in a band I was in at the time was like, "You should be DJ Squib." And I was like, "Yeah, DJ Squib." And then I just started posting stuff under that. And then I couldn't really think of anything else that I liked, so it, it, you know, it kind of like uh lends itself to horror you know being being the name of the blood thing that pops out when you get shot
0: (laughs) so all right so i'm gonna we're gonna i normally ask uh, ask a question of is when did horror enter your life but I, I, think I, I really want to know, you know, uh, one question first because I, I kind of want to get it out of the way because I'm very excited. Is, is when did Blockbuster enter your life? Because uh, you, sir, are working at the last Blockbuster on the face of the earth, and I, and I got to hear about that. And I, and I can't remember if I saw you in the documentary. I don't know. You may have been hanging out in the back. Um, uh, yes. The uh, but I oh, want to yeah, hear I was... some. I want to hear how this entered your life and and how you you know you started working at the the, the very last Blockbuster and and talking about your experience.
1: Yeah. So I, um, I worked in a video store in the late nineties, right out of high school called video choice in the central coast of California. I'll always been a movie guy, always been a movie kid. My mom's like, Oh, ask, ask, ask this guy. He knows all about movies. And I was, I was that kid in the family. Um, but, uh, I just started cooking. I, I fell into like a, a line cook job after that. And I was fairly decent at, you know, working in a kitchen, taking orders and, and, um, just kind of understanding cooking. So I did that for like 20 years, almost about 19 years. And then, um, the pandemic happened and I decided to, um, move from where I was to where I had some family, which is right outside of Bend, Oregon. And, uh, so we moved up here last November and, um, I was like, wait a minute, isn't the last blockbuster up here? Because we watched the documentary on Netflix. My wife's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking try to get a job there. I don't want to cook anymore. (laughs) And so um, I just, I I walked in there and I I was like, went through my shirts because I buy nothing but cavity colors, um, Creeporama, Fright Rags, Gutter Garbs. Those are all my shirts. So I was like going through and I'm like, aliens, that's a good one. So I put that one on so I could like, look like I'm a movie guy, you know, when I walked in there. And uh, I just walked up to the manager Dan and I I asked I said, Hey, do you guys need any help? And he's like, How old are you? And I'm like, um uh, 39. And he's like, sweet, dude. He's like, I'm 37. He's like, You're hired. <laughs> and he's like, you're the only right now.
0: That's such like <laughs> that's such a fucking oh like God. West Coast thing to do. <laughs> that's it's like, yeah, man, because, that's cool. Like I mean, I'm okay. you know, let's do it. The kid the kids that work at
1: Blockbuster with us, they're a special kind of generation Z person, right? These these are not—they're um, just not your average kid. They're kind of outsiders. They're a little—they're a fringe, and I—I I, I really like them. They're great. So I work with like an 18-year-old. So I'm like 22 years older than this girl. Oh and for for Christmas this year, I I got her a reanimate a reanimator Blu-ray, um, Arrow, Arrow posters right over here.
0: The um, poster yeah. is right reanimator posters right over here.
1: Yeah, so I mean that's what she wanted and so I'm like, wow, this is great. Like it was a really the pandemic I wasn't really hanging out with too many people. I was just hanging out with my wife and we were doing our thing. And I didn't I, I don't really hang out with too many young people. And so it was really nice to get a real introduction to like the next generation of movie fans and stuff and the, and we were just kind of clicking on all kinds of stuff. And um but I'm the oldest one that works there at 40. So it's it's crazy and then dan the manager's like i'm so glad that like i have someone i can relate like we can talk about all kinds of stuff now and i'm like yeah dude for sure and so the past year every monday we go to his house and watch a, a new horror film together so monday's is monday movie night at dan's house and um we've we've knocked out a ton of movies i showed him for the first time lord of illusions he'd never seen that and he's a big clive barker fan nice like, dude you gotta see lord of illusions um, and so all kinds of cool movies like that. And, uh, I think next week we're watching, um, Videodrome.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Nice. Great movie. Dude, that know. sounds like such a good time. Like <laughs> normally Dude, the I'm, idea I'm, of working, maybe I'm, at like a, I'm, I'm, I, 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 that just sounds so fucking awesome.
1: It, it is. It, it's, it's great. Like I've, me and my wife worked really hard and we could never really afford a house in California. So, um, we, that's another reason why we came up here. So I have this place now and we have a really good mortgage and uh excuse me and um it's it's not like i have to work it's not like i have to i'm i rely on music for any kind of income at all my income comes from literally the coolest fucking job i've ever had working at the last blockbuster and i actually get paid almost what i was getting paid at the height of cooking wow i won't like disclose but i'm like wow this is fucking amazing this is great and that's uh,
0: amazing the um, I mean, yeah, you, you're living, you're living like, uh, like the life that like Tarantino talked about, like, you know, like working at a fucking video crazy. store and shit and bullshitting about movies. You're, you're living clerks, bro. Like, you,
1: dude, I, I'm afraid I am. I am, I am a, I am a clerk. Like, and it was so funny because it used to be such a, 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 you know, working at a video store in your 40s in the 80s or 90s would have been seen as kind of what the hell but now people are like you're lucky and i'm like and i'm like i know
0: you're going on (laughs) podcasts to talk about it
1: (laughs) i'm old enough a job that I had when I was in my late teens was like a loser ass job, and now it's come full circle to be like, dude, that is a fucking sweet job. It's essentially
2: a one of a kind job these days. It's oh yeah, and, and it's strange how that happened. Like now it's just like, oh yeah, I work at the last blockbuster. Holy shit, that's fucking awesome, man. That's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah dude. I mean, like dude, we get go ahead. We get like prank
1: calls. We get prank calls all the time. Oh. Like you don't. Because the TikTok and the movie and the show, people call and then just hang up. People call and they say, "Oh, uh, dude, for real? I just want to know if this was like legit, man." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, dude, we're real. It exists. This is reality." And you like, "All right, have a good one." I'm like, dude,
0: do, 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 by the way, do you get the old the old blockbuster prank? Um, this was a this is almost a, a slightly legendary story. People w- when uh, when uh, uh when the uh mini series of It came on to VHS, they would call blockbusters and be like, hey, do you got it in? They uh Damn like "They like, do you have it in? <laughs> like they literally <laughs> literally do that all the time.
1: Dude, I have I have my VHS of the it miniseries that I taped on ABC when it aired. I have Holy it still. Nice. Shit. Love it. The commercials the commercials on there are almost better than the show itself. <laughs> it's awesome. I have the Tommy Knockers, the stand, and the Langoliers. I have all those on the VHS when I originally taped them
0: on the ABC. Fucking Langoliers, man! What? Dude, I remember I watched that and I'm like, what in the in the fucking oh. ninety sci-fi special effects bullshit is going on here? They <laughs> uh, and like and like literally like they're like they're like yeah, we know we're in a different dimension because the soda is flat. They, like,
1: what? <laughs> what the dude, fuck is I, going uh, on? <laughs> and, uh the guy from Perfect Strangers, well, uh, P- Benson Pinchon or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the,
0: Dude, yeah.
1: he he goes for it. He goes so hard in that shit.
0: In that oh dude. Series. And then like they're literally like walking and, and like like they literally walk down the, the, the like at the very end there's a shot of all of them like walking out like down the hallway. Like it's a fucking law and order episode and they're taking up the whole hallway and it's like a sitcom ending, they're all like in <laughs> like I'm dude. waiting for like like the friends or Frasier theme to start playing when they're walking down the fucking thing. It's almost... all, I, all 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 It's almost out of, it's almost as much out of left field as the fucking ending credits of Predator.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's almost like when they're walking out, you'd expect a line like, maybe like we were the Langoliers all the time.
2: (laughs) 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 Can we talk about the name Langoliers for a second? Like, I I, I love that fucking name. It's so ridiculous. It just, it's. what, what does that even mean? Langoliers. It's such an adorably stupid, hilarious fucking
0: name. Adorably stupid is like a good the, answer. And that sounds like
2: the most triple A B movie name you could come up with. The Langoliers. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What the fuck is a Langolier? And this that when, sounds
0: hilarious. I gotta see it. And, this and is, it's fucking hysterical how stupid it is. And this is when Stephen King was sober. Like, this isn't Maximum yeah. Overdrive era. Like, you know, this is like... After when he was sober, this is after the van hit and he had plenty of time to recover. Like, this is like, it. You know, I, I really think, okay, I'm going to leave it at this and then we can move on. But, like, there's a great sketch by uh, Eddie Murphy from Eddie Murphy Raw. When he was talking about the ice cream truck running away, you know, driving away from them. And like, and he's like, I bet he was in the car with his buddies going, uh, but like, let, let, let me show you how fast I can make these motherfuckers run. Because he always just going an extra block. That's what I'm thinking that Stephen King is thinking half the time. Like when he wrote, like, The Mangler about like an evil fucking washing machine. I'm thinking like, He's like, I wonder how far I can take this before somebody calls bullshit. The um like, I wonder how far I can make this stupid until somebody Dude, says, no, nah, this is stupid. The Mangler's got a special place in my
1: heart, bro. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, let's hear it. Now, now what was that a short story?
0: It was a short story, yes. Wait, was it a short story? It was a short novel. story, yes. It was not a full well, novel. Uh, okay. uh, which collection was that one in? That's a good question. I don't re- I don't remember which collection it was. I I I, I, I forgot because I would I I don't I've never read that. I would love to read that
1: because I'm I I know half his stuff. I mean, so much of his stuff is better in the book, but the mangler is just so bad. It's I I again, I have that on VHS and it, it was all about I'm like, dude, that's the guy from fucking Silence of the Lambs. That's Ted Levine. So, nice. I just love anything Ted Levine is in <laughs> since he's in that and he's just... He's
0: like, wait, wait, wait! Uh, laundry machine is eating people. Or, uh, oh, it's, it's, yeah, the main one. <laughs> it puts it puts the fabric softener in in the load. Oh, oh wait, was that a big fat load? Was she a big, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> dude, it's dude. His actual voice sounds like somebody's making fun of Lauren Michaels. The um, like dude, it's, it's like so- halfway between his voice and Doctor Evil, and you're like, you're like, that's your real voice, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, he's he's great. So oh, he, it's fantastic. He, would come into,
1: he would come into the restaurant that I worked at all the time and order cranberry and vodka, uh, sea breeze or whatever that's called. Yeah, it's and he friendly. couldn't be the nicest guy. He oh, he was yeah. super super chill. And he owned, he owned a farm out in like Santa Margarita, which was about thirty miles from where I was living in California. So he, he would come in and and uh, you know the ones my my uncle is actually friends with him. And when they when uh, when they would chit chat, he would always say, "Yeah." if you ever are hanging out with me and Ted, don't ever bring up Silence of the Lambs. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, it's not that he, he'll he talk about it in like a professional setting where someone wants to discuss the work. He's like, but other than that, he does not want to hear anything about that movie or his character or anything. I was like, you I, I, know. And I, and I think beat. I can...
0: Yeah, he's probably been beaten over the head with it, like you know, and and I get it, like you know, and, and I I get that, you know, like you know, there's so much you could talk about. The, you know, honestly, I'd rather talk to him about heat than than talk to him about you know uh, sounds of the lambs.
1: I would throw I would throw evolution
0: out there. Oh God! I I'd, I'd, like,
1: I'd, like, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd be like, dude, David, you and you, right? I mean, hell yeah,
0: just, like, represent, like, bro. Right. All right,
1: just like what I. I met Ernie Hudson at a uh, Monster Media in 06 nice. and I was like Basketball Diaries fucking Congo and he's like yeah that yeah I mean Ghostbusters too but and I
0: was like <laughs> But yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the um uh, <laughs> the um uh... Like, it, it, dude, it, like it's like um, uh, like fucking um, uh, what's his face? Um, the guy who played the original Obi Wan Kenobi, um, uh, from Star uh, Star Wars. Um, uh, yes, sir, Alec, Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like literally, Alec Guinness. You know, he, he, like was asked for his autograph one time for his massive Star Wars fan, and he's like, and, and he's like, he's like, boy, like I'll give you the autograph and everything else, but I I would ask you to never mention Star Wars and go out and watch my other work and everything else, cause he, cause like he. He won an Academy Award, like, back in the 50s for Bridge on the River Kwai, and he's like, he's like, I do other shit, you know, like, I isn't, enjoy- I mean, I know, like, he loves it, he loved Star Wars, you know, and he loved the character and everything else, but he's like, I have done other shit, like, you know, like, yeah. I mean, like, you know, and then you get the opposite, which is, like, Donald Pleasence, who who would have done, like, if he was still alive, he'd still be doing the Halloweens, like, you know, like, yeah. he loved the Halloweens, like, he would have kept...
1: I would have I I I told him I loved him in Prince of Darkness, personally
0: nice yeah that would yeah that would have been that would have been yeah, cool or I would have been like you know for Donald Pleasance I would have been like um uh, one of the James Bonds for your eyes only I would have been like oh I loved you as Blofeld
1: yeah the Shawnee Smith was at the same horror convention I went to because I- I've only been to one but I I did as much as I could in that weekend sure. and met as many people as I could and she had like an entourage because this was when saw two or three was like popping so she was super popular and she had like an entourage walking with her and she was walking past and I, I just shouted summer school was awesome. Just, <laughs> like, just, like Turns around and just laughs and keeps walking. Ah, and I'm I like, that, that was when I got the idea to tell Ernie Hudson. I really enjoy your non horror films
0: as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking dope. So speaking yeah. of which on the topic, you know, one of our famous questions um that I kind of skipped was when did horror enter your life at the, um, uh, you know, what, you know, what were some of your earliest times and when did this bloody journey of, uh, of your start?
1: So, um, HBO and Cinemax in the mid to late 80s was all about playing those Freddy, Jason, Halloween, all those movies, man. And there's just so much, so many movies popping out. So I think my first film I can straight up remember was Top Gun in the theaters. I was four years old and I was bawling when Goose died. I Uh, vividly remember that. Uh, Side note, took my folks to go see Maverick full circle again. It was
0: great. Fucking Um, awesome movie awesome yeah. movie fucking fantastic the um it was it was like seeing movies when i was a kid again
2: real quick did you have a theater that had a 4d experience for that one
1: i had this i had the x screen okay so so the entire sides turn on and become the screen so you're the only thing that's not the screen is directly behind you so so i'm actually not 4d but pretty cool
2: Real quick, the four D experience for that movie was one of the best movie going experiences of my life. Cause it's like at the beginning of the movie when they're playing like the Top Gun theme, like your seat, like your seats moving, everything like that. You have wind blasting in your face, and the seats are like slowly rising and everything. And every time the jets are flying, it's like you're on a fucking roller coaster. But one where of the best. What's up? Where, where do they have that theater? What? Regal. Is it Regals? All the Regal theaters are the one that have it. At least most of them here in Chicago. Oh. Uh, but yeah, the best. Have... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. We, we have a Regal, but we don't have that, man. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I I, I think That's- they're going, like, down low or, or they're starting to run low on business, so they might be going out. But one of the best experiences in that movie – so I saw that movie three times. The second time was with the 41. So the scene where Tom Cruise and what's-her-name were, like, on the boat, and it just cuts to that scene. It cuts to it out of nowhere. Um, They have water jets. So as soon as it cuts to that scene, me and my two brothers just get splashed in the face with a jet of water, like I don't know. Like it was like a scary movie jump scare. Like it's just, okay, scene, scene, scene.
0: <laughs> what the fuck? It's just like a Disney ride. <laughs> 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 How
1: does it, how does seeing a horror film in that setting,
2: how does that work? So, the first 4D movie we ever saw was, um, A Quiet Place, A Quiet Place 2, and it's... That would have been interesting. It's okay, it's better for action movies, just because of the ride experience. Like, they got fog machines, jet machines, like, the seats moving, all that. For the horror machines, it's like, if there's a, like, I don't know, fog section or something like that, like, they'll have fog machines shoot in front of the screen and shit like that, and, um, anything with water, they'll do, like, little water splashes and stuff like that, but it's kind of an okay experience you want to go for the action-packed movies that are just like a blockbuster like top gun made for that normally i don't say go watch the fast and the furious movies because they're ridiculous but with that it's worth it. Sonic 2 was such a fun time because every time he's running, going nuts, you're just like, yeah! My brother, he's a big guy, so he's just slowly falling out of his seat. I'm like, holy <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, Go into there and everything else, be like, I did it for the family. You, That's oh, but- <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm
1: definitely going to have to check out, I mean, I don't think we have one of those, but I'll, maybe maybe we do. I mean, yeah. it's it's got. we have an IMAX Regal, so maybe it's there and I just haven't, yeah. I'm so new Area. So look up
2: 4DX experience. That's what it would be. So if if they have it, I fully recommend it. It is awesome, especially for action movies. That
1: that that was where we saw Terrifier too. Like we actually got me and the me and the manager at Blockbuster were like, "Later, guys." scroll over to recall. They have
2: it. Like it's so sweet.
1: Um, but sorry, just yeah, go back to your question. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Pumpkinhead. When I was like six, that was like my first legit. I sat there, my parents went around, I watched the whole thing. I I I fell in love with being scared at that point. And I think um, the movie that that really solidified it though was probably Pet Cemetery in '89. Because my folks would go to the neighbor's house and hang out all the time, and they just left, and it was nighttime. The door was open. The screen was like kind of banging. And I'm just sitting there in the living room watching fucking Zelda go like,
2: Rachel. <laughs> and
1: I'm like kidding myself, man. I'm like, dude, what is this? This is so scary. I don't and I, I loved it. And um, so yeah, I've just been kind of and I'm a, I'm a big Steamy King fan. Um I have a part of my upstairs is called King's Corner, and it's just got tons of king stuff. Yeah, we have
0: the same birthday.
1: Ah <laughs> oh, nice I, <laughs> I went I went to his house and did this in front of his house. The one that that has like the bats.
0: on yeah, the... Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. The, yeah. Yeah. We've um, we've talked about it, a lot about Stephen King. You know the the good, the bad, the ugly. You know we've we've made. Yeah, it's all there. It's, it's all there.
1: All Prolific, you're gonna write some fucking garbage. <laughs> the, <laughs> like it's I, I I'm not I'm not a stand in that I'll defend everything he's written. There's definitely a lot of bad stuff. Well, there, you know but, that it's crazy I,
0: from a movie perspective. You know to th- think about this, like Stephen King is responsible for The Shining. And he's responsible for Maximum Overdrive. Like, just think about the chasm that exists between those Masterpiece
1: two. Masterpiece in their own right.
0: <laughs> Masterpiece. So, okay, I have I have the best quote for I, I have the okay. best I have the best quote for Maximum Overdrive, and you can say it to anybody. Maximum Overdrive is the movie equivalent of walking into a bar sober at 2 a.m. The potential is there. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. Like like literally, yeah. Like no, no, like literally, like be like walking in and seeing everybody fucking wasted and be like, I am not on this level, man. The um, the um, uh, like that's the movie equivalent of Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, Yeah, it's
1: it's one of those movies. Like I watched it as a kid, and it was sort of like. Was that a fever dream? Was this, did I was, was there a movie where there's like a truck with like a, a jester face and like 12,
2: the, the oh, green goblin? It is it is yeah. literally the green goblin from Spider Man. I don't know how they pulled that off without getting sued. But it, I I remember when I saw, my buddy showed me the trailer because he was like, we're gonna show you a trailer that is so much better <laughs> the than, than the actual. The trailer is so movie. fucking funny. And it's like I'm I'm watching this trailer and I noticed two things. I'm like one. Was that the fucking Green Goblin
0: face at two? Is that the theme from Halloween three? <laughs> and number three, how big are his uh is fucking um uh, uh pupils right now? They were dilated it's, as fuck. Oh, yeah. he was coked out of his high mind. as fuck. I, can
1: tell, you, I can tell you how they got the how they got the green goblin, man. Licensing for comic shit in the eighties sure. was fucking yeah. so yeah. easy. I'm pretty sure Canon had Spider Man.
0: Yes, Canon did have Spider Man. They did the Japanese, um, uh, the Japanese one. They they did the they did the Japanese one.
1: Yeah, and they also did the Fantastic Four.
0: And I think they did Captain <laughs> Which, America as well. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I actually just watched the Red Letter Media, uh, um, uh, thing they did on uh, Alex. Uh, Pyong and uh I didn't I I mean I love Cyborg but I I never heard of Arcade and I kind of want to see this movie Arcade with a really young Seth Green it looks awesome
0: (laughs) yeah I love I love stuff like that so so you know it's funny like you know I think I've asked this maybe once or twice but is it you know starting out from your childhood you said something interesting you said you know I love being scared um you know has it has the experience been diluted, you know, watching as many horror movies as you have? Like, you know, does it get to a point where you're, where you're too jaded? I know it's starting to get to me, like where I'm like, I'm like, Hey, I mean, this is fun. Like, but I'm not, I'm not actually scared.
1: That's a great, that's a great question. Um, I would say I never get scared in movies anymore, probably since like my twenties, right? Like genuinely scared. But what I think that has morphed into is like disturbed and, perturbed per- and um, like this is making me feel very uncomfortable and that is affecting and so if if I'm getting anything like that it's it's good for me um, so me and me and the, the the blockbuster manager have made a list we went of like the, down the ten most like gnarliest movies to watch we've gotten through some of them there was one called a Serbian film have you guys seen that or heard of that
2: I know I've heard of it have not seen it. Holy fuck. So it's not, it's not a horror film per se,
1: but it's a movie where I, I could say I felt the most um like I didn't want to turn it off, but I was like, dude, we are like, we're testing ourselves right now. We are yeah. definitely testing what our what we should take in with our fucking eyes and our brains. And I I like that. I dug that I thought it was good. It's like, how far can you go? One one that we both are hesitant to watch is Salo or 120 Days of Sodom. Have you
0: guys heard of that one? No, i don't uh, never heard of that one, no. So,
1: Poltergeist, (laughs) Corey says he has it, and he's like, yeah, no big deal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Of course he does. Dude, Corey was pretty... A movie that he advertised last year that I gotta see, it was this Christmas horror movie with killer raccoons. I saw it posted, I'm like, that looks like the dumbest but funniest thing I've ever seen.
1: He watches more movies than anybody I I
2: know personally or, or
1: just
0: know of like he get, he knocks them out he was he finds he... shit that sh- never should have saw the light of day like you know like <laughs> have... like the producers tried to like he finds he finds tax write-off uh movies the um uh, like the he find, like the ones that are like we need a tax write-off let's make this so fucking bad and then bury it in some walmart bargain bin i think he yeah. literally i would love to walk into the walmart or whatever the canadian version of that is and he probably takes the fucking thing dumps it and then gets to the one that's at the very fucking bottom and he's like yeah this is you know like the dude owns chillology the episode of the goosebumps that's based on original work it's the it's arguably the worst thing he owns donnie darko part 2 the um uh, like i mean i ask darko he has it like I, i'm like like why why do you own this well the, it doesn't uh, help that people send him like
2: goosebumps shit all the time including the chillage i think the last like two times ago when he was on he was just like yeah people have sent me this like three times now it's getting a little ridiculous
1: <laughs> i sent him i sent him some star trek shit because he said he wanted to start getting into star trek and i'm a huge trekkie so i sent him like this book and uh a, a, a DVD, I think, of First Contact or something. I don't know, but, <laughs> but it's, it's,
0: it's, honest, it's honestly the best movie, one of the best movies. The um, uh, so Zach is a is a, is a, is a Star Wars through and through. I grew up with both, literally at the same time. Like I, I was watch I was watching the my dad was a part of the Paramount uh, video club. They literally got the episodes of Next Gen on VHS. And I, and then also at the same time, Star Wars, it was being remastered. Um, uh, you know, the original three were being remastered. So I watched those almost like, like during a summer, my, my dad and I would pull, you know, an episode of Star Trek and I'd watch it. I always almost skipped all the ones. I almost always, as a kid, I'm like, I want to watch the holodeck ones. Cause those are always the, the best ones for kids. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but um, like, and then. At night, like I probably during the day, I would watch Star Trek, and then at night I would watch, you know, the original uh, trilogy of Star Wars. So I I would switch it. I grew up in a household that l- loved both. My grandfather also was a massive fan That's of the original great. series. So you know, and- my 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 dad
1: my dad loved them both too, and he he uh, showed me like he was all about Next Generation. Man, we watched it all the time. And oh, it's one. For any hotel you go to, you can usually find a fucking Star Trek
0: episode. Oh, dude, you're gonna get a, okay. You're gonna get a kick out of this. So when I was growing up in the in the nineties, we had an ugly, ugly green couch that we used to sit on, and my um, dad had a black box. If you remember those, the um uh, to get whatever thing free, um, uh, and we used to eat frozen Reese's and watch Star Trek Next Gen, Zenith Princess Warrior, and Hercules and Hercules the series. The um, that was my childhood, and this is the reason why I'm the nerd that I am. Every time. Every, Every time my dad's, you know, I start talking about movies and shit and being nerdy, I'm like, this is your fucking fault. Like, you know, like, this is your fault. Like, this is, this is the reason why I'm a nerd. Like, uh, you know, you, you you got me into all this shit this early. Oh, have
1: you ever heard of a film called My Science Project?
0: No. No.
1: Okay. It's got, um, uh, Hackers. You seen the movie Hackers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, Fisher Stevens, the guy that plays The Plague. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah fisher stevens he's also in short circuit (laughs) and he's like the arab guy (laughs) god yeah Uh, johnny fucking five my my science project was like we went from like star trek to like a star wars to boom my science project it's about this guy this this high school kid who finds um a device in a uh abandoned what, what is it called um a graveyard for like old navy ship or navy planes and stuff uh a graveyard, a shipyard, it's a shipyard, a
0: shipyard, you know, a military graveyard.
1: Yeah, military shipyard, totally. So this guy uh, takes a date um, and he's like a muscle head, he's a car guy, so it's like, his idea of a good time is to like, go check these places out and he falls into like, some bunker thing and pulls out this like, device that has one of those little uh, lightning balls that you touch it in the middle and it like goes, it touches your fingers and it starts warping space time around him and turns his school into like, fucking vietnam dinosaurs uh aliens with from like guys that straight up look like klingons that have like ripped off bat type shit <laughs> it's a fucking awesome movie you should totally see it. It, it, it just because you said you and your dad in star wars or star trek yeah whenever i whenever someone relates in that way to me i'm like dude my science project was like always next in line with our with our thing so oh, you yeah, might and, yeah. I grew, and, and, not-
0: I, yeah, and I grew up watching, you know, um, uh, you know, the uh, I think one of the first I think, you know, and I grew up watching Die Hard and sneaking in Die Hard when I was really young and watching Blues Brothers. And like, you know, my dad's favorite. Actually, ironically, enough, my dad's favorite horror. He's not the biggest horror movie fan. He enjoys them, you know, but like he, he enjoys movies as a whole. He knows more about movies than I do. And that's fucking saying I've been tossed out of three separate um movie um contests. Like I, I, I've been, I've been asked not to participate. They, uh, and my, and my family, like literally like, they're like, they're like, like, you're not allowed to play the, um, uh, so Dude, you should, you should do the smowdown. the, um, oh, the what the, the Joe show It's like the
1: internet. It's a YouTube channel. It's, it was part of screen junkies back in the day, but now it's a separate thing. And they have people from all over the country show up and they bro down on movie knowledge. You, oh, you dude,
0: I, I, I think that would be really cool. I'll look it up. I'll look it up afterwards. But his favorite <laughs> horror movie, though, is um uh, is actually Tremors. He's, it's a remote drop movie for him. He cannot. He's like he's like, they're so stupid. I love it. <laughs> like, I love I cannot not watch it. And I'm like, and I'm like, you need to see part two because part two is amazing too. So one of these days, we gotta just sit him down and be like, "You're gonna love this shit. They, uh, just watch. They just watch And Bert's amazing. The, Bert I, is the man. Bert is the man. Like that's like that's the dad from the hippie dad from Family Ties, <laughs> and then he becomes yeah. a crazy Arizona redneck. <laughs> it's such
1: a contrast. Arrow has an amazing Tremors release. Have you seen that? I the, own uh, it. 4K?
2: I own it. It's fucking great, man. It looks beautiful, too. It's
1: so nice. I love the covers. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. I wish yeah. they would do part two.
2: Part two is my I, favorite. Like, when it comes to the Tremors, movies one, two, and three are kind of where I go. The fourth one, I don't mind. Everything after that, I'm like, yeah, I'm just kind of done with dude, this. What, I... what you
1: said is exactly verbatim how I feel about the Hellraiser series. One, two, and
2: three. Yep. And
1: then four, like, it's, you know, I like how they do a little backstory of the Lament configuration, yep. but then after that.
2: Dude, Same. <laughs> Fucking exact same thing. That's hilarious. So, all right. Quick question. Um, years ago, many years ago, probably like five, six, seven, give or take fifty feet. I don't know. Uh, somebody cut together. Like, cause did you hear the story of how four got fucked to hell by the producers?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even isn't directed by like the fake name and shit. Yeah.
2: Uh, Alan Smithy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So someone managed to fuck. I don't know how. Old video footage. And, like, splice it together. And you could see that it's, like, this was just, like, how the hell did he find this and restore this? It tried to splice together the original cut that actually went from the olden days linear all the way up to, like, where it was Because it was supposed to start from... Le-muchant, uh like creating the box and it was gonna end at the space station like you were gonna see that whole space hellraiser but until the end of the movie versus where they uh, started it and go back yeah and it, it was gonna go like things were gonna go very differently and it was a actually, lot cooler too yeah
0: that yeah. would have been way better yeah That's interesting yeah. would have been hey, but it got t-
2: fucked star
1: trek tying to hellraiser jack yeah, zia dax in part three
0: Ah, that's true. The Alma um, uh, that is true. And then also too is I grew up, uh, you know, with with Starship Troopers as well. The um, uh, oh, you, you know, oh, would you like to know more? Would you like to know more? The um, Dude,
1: just, I just got the 4K steel book of that that has that all the skulls on the bottom. Have you seen that? Where? Hold on. Uh oh, <laughs> we're going on a field trip. I didn't know this we're going was on a tank. field trip. The
0: um, uh, well, I this
1: is this is my office, and it's it's hidden with a bookshelf. Ah, uh, nice. Okay. That is fucking oh. sick. Oh wait, actually, hold on. Are we good? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're All good. Right. All right, guys. It's actually just right, right over here. So I'm just walking through my pad real quick. It is.
0: Look at that thing, dude. That what? is fucking awesome. Let's get the fuck out of here.
1: Where were they selling this? Look at the back of it. It's got the big beetle thing shooting fire. Oh
2: Dude, were they selling this on Amazon, or is this an Arrow release? Or
1: um, it's dude. I want to do. I got this from Best Buy.
2: Oh, it's one of the from... Best Buy exclusives. Damn it! I know. I just I know. never go to Best Buy anymore. That's why I will find that.
1: I I don't either. Um, but I it's like, do I get something on Amazon? Sorry, do I get something on Amazon, or do I like support the local Best Buy still? I, I mean, it's still local in that sense. Like the, I don't know.
2: It's, you I, know, I, it's, I get it's, it. I get it. I, 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 yeah,
1: the ethic finding movies is getting hard for me. <laughs> like yeah, doing, yeah. When for it me,
2: goes, it, there's just no Best Buys nearby. Like I'm I'm in the city of Chicago, Rogers Park, and there's just no one like near me. The closest one to me is like an hour fucking like ride via transportation or something like that or god forbid a 40 fucking uber i'm like just yeah, no i they, just, uh, yeah, yeah ubers i like, fucking hate them and, and
0: by the way too just we were talking about that um uh the um with um with the different series and everything else um switch three and four for me and that's the Scream series. The um, uh, Scream One's amazing. Scream Two is really, really good. Scream Three is the best comedy I've ever seen. It's the best Scream yeah, ever made. made. <laughs> and, and Four is actually pretty dope. I have not had the I have not had the time nor the necessarily courage to go see Scream the newest Scream. Um, you know, so- I haven't
1: I haven't seen it either, dude. Every time I'm putting movies away on the shelf, I walk past it and I go, "Hi." <laughs> Should I take you home tonight? I'm like,
0: no, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, dude, it's 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 one of these things. It's it's the Wes Craven thing, man. Oh, I Sorry. think, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, it's. Oh, yeah. There we go. We got you. The. Oh.
1: Uh, Sorry, guys.
0: Um. Yeah. It's. I don't know, man.
1: When it comes to like remakes and stuff, and. I don't know like do you guys want like another Jason like I'm kind of stoked that art the clown is becoming there's a new fucking horror icon out there
0: well yeah How cool is it we need a new one it's it, well you know what the thing is too is and I brought this up in many different things it's it's kind of crazy horror is the last line of defense against the decaying culture yeah the I mean this is the it, truth the um, uh, you know it's a it's a crazy thing
2: and I'll Look, say I, this: When it comes to like, do we want a new Jason? There are so many great fan films out there. We don't need another Jason. The fan community's taking care of it. Let's actually get some, you know, new stuff like Terrifier. That's the only good new slasher to come out. And yeah, like like he was saying, I, I don't know. Like, if it, it's really the only one.
1: They did. They did Leatherface on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, I like the intestines flopping up the bus. That was cool.
2: Yeah. It had, <laughs> know, it, 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 how many times have we gotten the true sequel to the original Texas? Ch- we ha- I think there's dude, like everybody. You know, every horror I'll fan over, watched I'll, I'll, Sequels, dude. I'm
1: over it.
0: The every horror <laughs> fan watched that watch that remake of Leatherface for one scene and one scene fucking only, and it was in the goddamn trailer, and you know what fucking scene I'm talking about. The one where yeah, they're on the right. bus, try anything, and then yeah. you'll get canceled. Everybody fucking, like, that's the only reason anybody, like, and, and, and that, by the way, whoever cut that trailer, and, and they put that in the trailer, is a genius. The, um, yeah. Because everybody's like, oh! The um, yeah, uh, really. Gen Z getting smacked in the face by a real horror icon is, 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 is quite fucking <laughs> priceless. The uh, I, 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 I like the end
1: too. How the car was driving itself, and she had to watch her sister get her head chopped off. That was a cool
0: ending. Fair enough. The um, uh, you know, it, it's just yeah. it, it it gets redundant. Like it it gets redundant, and like and also too is there's a lot of other characters I would love to see come back that haven't gotten, uh, you know, a shot or gotten a true sequel. You know, like. Um, uh, you know, I would have loved to have saw a sequel back in the day for my bloody Valentine, the, um, uh, you know, that would have been cool too, but it ended up just being a a shitty remake.
2: I hear that's actually happening with the original creator as well. Not sure if it's true, but I heard something. What's up? It
1: was pretty brutal. If I remember correctly, right? The new my bloody Valentine.
2: I haven't, I haven't seen the remake. I finally watched the original um, not too long ago, actually, because um, my buddy really highly recommended it. Just always wanted to watch it, just never got around to it. But I remember me and him <laughs> were talking, and he had heard somewhere that a sequel is finally happening.
1: It, it, the sequel to the 2009 reboot? Or... No, the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're doing... Okay, wow, that'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. They... There's...
1: um. There's a lot of movies like that that um, I have to thank Shudder for finally like putting it all in one spot. Like I like I saw Blood Rage. and I've never seen Blood Rage before, and I'm like, dude, I got a Thanksgiving horror film now. That's fucking sweet.
0: <laughs> there's only a, there's 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 like what there's fucking two, and the other one yeah. I can't stand. The um yeah. uh, I can't stand Thanksgiving. It gives me a headache. The um uh, so like yeah. The um yeah, there needs and to be Pol- more more horror movies and than things. Actually, there needs to be more movies in general for Thanksgiving, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah. Hey, I noticed the Bioshock poster back there. Uh, what do you? What are your thoughts on uh Well, obviously.
0: If you're about wait.
2: to ask about the new game, he doesn't watch Game Awards or anything oh, like no, that, so he has no idea. No,
0: no, I know about the new game coming out, but I know what you're about to ask, but go ahead and ask it. Well,
1: uh, I was just gonna say I I'm, I'm really stoked about his new game. I don't care that there's a lot of people that are like. Dude, it's just Bioshock. Good. You have 20 fucking Call of Duty games. Give me a spiritual succession to Bioshock <laughs> by the guy who made it any fucking day. Let him do what he does good. I want this game. Two, uh, Netflix.
0: <laughs> All right, All right. Well, get, let's wait, let's let's talk about it for just a second. Let's this is a good, this is a very topical topic, so let's, let's let's talk about this for a second. In the history of video game movies, there's been two fucking good video game movies. The um, so that already has it working against it: it's Mortal Kombat and Sonic. That's it. They, there's everything else is hot garbage, and in most cases, is created to be hot garbage, like fucking Blood Rain and that crazy German director that makes bad for bad. It, Whoa! It, they um, yeah, the dude's fucking crazy, but. Yeah, um, Yeah. it so them and HBR are the only ones that have the money to actually do it justice. But I am cautiously optimistic because this is you got to understand, like the rage I had when Max Payne came out. Max Payne is one of my favorite games of all time. I'm a big story guy for video games. I love story elements of video games. Max Payne has a phenomenal story. One, two, and three all have fantastic stories. It's it's repped straight out of a Frank Miller uh, uh, fever dream. The, um, uh, and I love it. And man, did they fuck it up. The movie was a fucking dumpster fire. And I still have issues about it. I still have rage about it. And now you're about to approach my f- literally... One of my favorite video games of all time, Pro- arguably the best. One of the best stories. I say one of the best because there are some phenomenal stories out there that deserve their day. It's Zach argu- has introduced me to them, but from a story it's perspective, argu- I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Arguably the best man. You're right. It's, arguably it, the best can-
0: story ever ever created for a video game. I've never had an existential fucking crisis in playing a video game. The um, uh, Alma, <laughs> like you know, like so you're 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 approaching dangerous territory with a fan base that is very loyal to it very very loyal to it and and especially the the original bioshock and two and parts of two um three is a is a controversy for a discussion for another day but you have very specific fans for this and you have and it's and it's again one of the best stories ever you have a monumental task ahead of you netflix and do not fuck it up, the um, because you will feel you will feel that wrath. The um, uh, would, you, would
1: you say Resident Evil has a pretty strong fan base?
0: Yes,
2: Resident. Here's Evil. the problem with Resident Evil: we've been burned so many goddamn times before. It's a joke at this point. I mean, look at the movies well, that have I mean. come out.
1: Look, look at what they did to Resident Evil, though. Netflix didn't really. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think they did a good job with it.
2: No i me and my buddy we so i remember seeing the trailer for that show oh go ahead i was gonna
1: say it's just it just is like kind of it doesn't bode well for bioshock if they can't yeah i mean all they had to do was make resident evil one all they had to do was make a mansion make a team go in make them find some zombies that's all they had to do to please people that couldn't even do that
2: they could have done that or they could have done resident evil Two. anyone anyone would have been fine with resident evil one or two um but resident evil one would have been the preferred choice you want to start at the beginning but
0: and simple yeah and simple uh,
2: here's the thing i've noticed with netflix anything that it isn't created by a japanese or korean creator usually sucks at least my what i've noticed with Netflix. so uh the cyberpunk show i fucking love that show was made in japan uh japanese anime or whatever um all their live action uh korean horror shows like uh what the hell was um not Squid Games. We're... I didn't watch that one, but um, there was I didn't watch it either. <laughs> there, there was one with like a card game. Like uh, it, you're essentially in like one of those like trap rooms, and there's like cards involved. Anyway. I forgot what the hell it was called. There was one where monsters just come in out of nowhere and start invading. And Hellbound, where demon Hellbound is my favorite one. So the premise of this one is a supposedly an angel will come to you and tell you you're gonna be dragged to hell on this day. And then these three demons will come and beat the ever-loving shit out of you in public and drag your – well, not drag, burn your ass into hell. And it just makes the world go completely religious zealot insane. And it's like, whoa, whoa, this was fucking good. I never cared for The Witcher, so I didn't watch that. But um, Resident Evil 1, me and my brothers, we're big Resident Evil fans, and we watched the first – 15 minutes and we're like nope the <laughs> just, um, we're not wasting our time we're not giving them the views just hard no and i knew from the trailer that this was going to be a fucking dumpster fire. So I, I'm like, no, I I have no faith in Netflix. If this was going to HBO, I would have a little bit of faith. But even then, I'd still like, mm, I don't know. They're going to take too many creative liberties and do whatever the fuck they want. Because there's a trend in Hollywood where it's just like, oh, the story is laid out for us and we have 30 plus years of history to go on. But fuck you. We're going to do what we want because you suck. Have
1: you guys, have you guys heard of the movie Censor?
0: Censor? No. No, never, never okay. did.
2: I think it's on Shutter.
1: Um, it's it's a really good modern, super twisty horror film. This this chick in the '80s is in England, and she's in charge of overseeing the movies that they're going to deem are the video nasties.
0: If you guys remember uh, that, yeah, yeah, no, of course I know the video nasties. Yep, yep, yep. Okay,
1: so 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 she's like over time, like she's just watching these movies. Over, you know, and she's like, yeah, this, uh, you know, it's kind of affecting her, right? It's making her kind of like upset and then she's kind of getting depressed or whatever and she starts having she sees one video where a girl that looks that she thinks is her sister who died is in this horror film and she starts kind of like what the fuck is so she's like talking to her parents and she's like it, it alludes to like her sister did something or that she was responsible for her sister's death but they don't really allude to what and she just starts kind of going psycho in the end is this like a uh, forest setting where they're shooting a movie with fucking all this gallo garish lighting everywhere and she's in a flowing thing of white with this huge fucking axe and it goes psycho and it, it, it's great but it's a flow burn it's definitely it's i don't want to say it's 824 ish but it's
0: 824 ish <laughs> but it's yeah it, it, you check it out zach does not like 824 at all i hate the oh my <laughs> That's
1: okay. There's probably like one or two that you might like that you didn't know were A twenty four, right? I mean,
0: no, there's actually like-
2: okay, so there's a total of two. One could barely be considered A twenty four, but they managed to get their name thrown on it. The first one, it is A twenty four X Machina. I really did enjoy that movie. I thought it was great a, legitimate, a great good movie. Great great movie. Great movie. And the second great one fun. Oh yeah. It actually had a story, which I thought was amazing. It was actually my first A twenty four movie, so I thought that was a standard. I was horribly I'm wrong. Too. Yep. Mine too. A lot of people so misleading. Yeah. And the second one was the Disaster Artist, but that movie had the involvement of so many different studios and companies that I barely consider that a twenty-four. All the rest of them burn in hell. The um, the other, the so, only, the, I, so no, no Midsummer for
0: you. I fuck no.
2: fucking hate.
0: I hate that movie. That no. movie
2: with a bloody passion.
0: No hereditary for you. <laughs> no, 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 no but mids- Hereditary, Midsummer, Ghost Story. Wait, it
2: comes no, at night. Which all of them can burn in hell. What
1: about everything, everywhere, all at once? Wasn't that
0: a twenty-four? I have no idea. No, I never, I, I, never I've never seen to that, that one. The, you know, um, the. I just think from a horror perspective, like they're. It, 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 it it's it's it becomes like that, that that robot thing that you just did like that joke you, you cracked it becomes like that like, oh. or like that Family Guy sketch literally where he's wa- watching Breaking Bad and like the TV switches to a hypnotizing thing tell all your friends that the Breaking Bad is the best show that you have ever seen <laughs> only close to the Wire it is almost good as the Wire like it's like nope. they, like some people come become hypnotized by it and like and I'm like and I like and I love movies that have metaphors and and symbolism like and i mean there's great japanese and italian movies that have great and you know um del toro and all the great things but sometimes it just seems metaphor for the sake of metaphor for the sake of metaphor for the sake of metaphor it's it's not a story it's just metaphors stringed together i have to
1: agree the a movie that i was very i want to say disappointed because i still thought the movie was well made i thought a lot i, I liked a lot about it was men did you see men
0: i did not see men no no
1: so same writer, director for ex Machina, Alex Garland, he wrote 20 days later and all
0: these great movies, The Beach. Sure.
1: Um, uh, he just this movie was metaphor upon metaphor upon metaphor to the point where your your message is so out in the open, but it's also so muddled that in my opinion it it does not work. I would I would watch Men though because it is a fucking crazy well-made movie and it is very weird and disturbing that the very last scenes where this dude is giving birth to himself over and over and over again.
0: <laughs> and I say
1: that because I want you to know that, that 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 is what fucking happens at the end of this movie and there's just its metaphor uh, like galore about all this shit about the toxic things about men and yes there are some toxic things about men and women and we can about people are those things so, yeah toxic things about people but it's it was i don't know it was definitely his most divisive film nothing like the beach nothing like 20 days later nothing yeah. like sunshine
0: yeah no it like at
1: least now. sounds
0: interesting it, so. it sounds interesting i'll check it out
1: hey I'll... it is the, like i i mean I, I i i try and see a lot of these movies that maybe i would like. i, I I'm such a horror film guy and, like, scary sci-fi guy I try and step out. Sometimes I'm like, I think I just watched too much scary shit.
0: Like, I need to, like, watch a queer eye from the street. <laughs> something, 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 yeah. something with a little sunshine. The, um... Yeah, uh, I need
1: mean, some levity, you know, a little bit. Um, the, um That one wasn't one but that was one where i was like it's not horror but i'll just go see what it's about
0: that's you know? awesome so hey i, I did want to ask uh, ask a couple two questions one um and we can ask them separately uh, one um any crazy stories from working at blockbuster and also two is how did you meet Corey? and how did that relationship start because i want to hear that and actually i want to hear that first i want to hear more about sure. you and Corey and and how this and this dynamic duo kind of came to be because he he loves you he talked all about you and he's like dude you gotta have him on and like like he's an awesome yeah. dude Corey's and pulling- yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, he's, I, had, he's been on there f- like, what, four times or three times? It was his hat trick. Three. Three times. Three separate times he's been on the podcast. Yeah. Like, And we talked about children's horror in one of them. And we had a fucking ball. We were ro- we were rolling, like talking about uh, Goosebumps and one of the other shows that Zach watched that Ron Jeremy was in the oh my, the um oh and, and we just rolled. So I, yeah, I, I want to hear how, how that started with you guys. Yeah.
1: So yeah, it's it's actually pretty simple. What was funny is I've actually never really even talked to Corey. Um, really, I think I talked to him on the phone one time for like ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I was just scrolling through Instagram and I I came across uh, the Tall Man uh, video. Nice. And I was I was like, oh, sick. And I'm like, oh, damn. I was like, this dude raps hell good. And I I definitely like rap. I'm very selective just because i don't know there's just like certain certain things about production and the way people's flow though i'm just kind of very selective with what artists i like that do that kind of music and i just really liked his style and i liked that song and i liked how the lyrics were there and he, all, everything about that video was like i just watched the whole thing going oh sweet there's a rapper out there he's rapping about horror films and I, that was when i um first started dabbling in electronic music i just started i played guitar for like 30 years but um i just like I don't know I, I've always been into keyboards and stuff. So, um I had some beats on Soundcloud under Squib and it was just like just blank tracks and uh I sent him a message and I said hey man, uh I don't really you know work with any artists or anything but I really like your style and if you like any of my my beats you can have them and make some stuff out of them cuz that'd be really cool. Uh, I'd like to hear some rap over my my beats and he's, and so he had picked out the song uh that I think became Pegasus. He picked out that track. Okay, cool. And uh it starts off. It's like meow, 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 down, 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 meow, meow. And uh, and so he wrote some lyrics to it, and he put it on. I was like, dude, that's that's awesome. I was like, um, I was like, um, maybe I could make one that's specific for a horse, a horror movie, because I'm really into horror films too. And he's like, sure, go for it. So I I kind of just picked a movie and picked a few sound bites from it. And then I just sort of tried to watch the movie and I sort of think about the mood and the vibe it gives me and maybe even try and pick out a note or two in the key of like some of the original score and just kind of make the songs to it. And then I I send it to him and he pretty much liked everyone that I I gave him and I give him little notes here. But this was all like typey. Like he he said he doesn't like to talk on the phone. So I was like, I expect that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just like I've never talked to
0: him. <laughs> that, that, that's that, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and uh, and so now, yeah, now we have like six songs. I think we've we've done
0: together, and um, and, it's and, cool. And and um, uh, the um, and, and and out of curiosity, are you the one who's doing the the, the beat for Chud? No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, well,
1: I because I've given him two beats, and he said one of them is going to be for um actual OD uh, scene division. So there's yeah. going to be other rappers on it, and then. Um, he's got one f- that i made for, uh, it's called of the dead. So it'll be just a Romero type song. Nice. Nice. Or zombie song. Um, and then I think there's a, a third one I gave him. So if he's turned that one into Chud, that might be it, but that's what I mean. I don't really even talk to the guy that much. <laughs> <laughs> what, which ones have you worked Have you done the beats for? So I've done the beats for Pegasus, Leatherface, nice. Scream. Oh, nice. um,
0: great job on Scream
1: thank you um the Frighteners Pumpkinhead and uh there's one more in there I think um
0: Pumpkinhead makes sense for you to for you to have been on the um uh and dude it was good man I, I really enjoyed Pumpkinhead man like I, yeah, I thought pump- it was dope
1: Pumpkinhead's like just a real kind of quiet and then like right in, kind of in the middle there it just it fucking hits
0: really hard with the synth there and yeah, kind dude. of blows the speak yourself <laughs> dude like I, um, oh my god you know you uh, can't escape pumpkin head the um yeah, i'm, I'm like dude it's a uh, it's a solid fuck and i enjoyed scream too as well like a scream was really good he i think he sent me that early actually like it, uh, he's like dude, like dude check it out like i know it's one of your favorites like um i
1: i dug his uh the line on the leather face one where he's like the Sauce family. And I think it's time you two should meet. <laughs> <laughs> and he spells it M E A T on the lyrics. This shit's tight.
0: <laughs> the Frightener one, man, was really cool. We really enjoyed that one. Oh, yeah. The, um, uh, you know, that...
1: <laughs> no love, like, as far as merch or anything. I'm talking to the guys at Creeporama.
0: and they sit there working on it. So, like, dude, I would buy
1: any kind of cool long sleeve of Frighteners, man. I love that movie. Yeah, That's this movie's fucking wild. Dude. Or yeah, <laughs> any, they-
0: any old school Peter. Oh, yeah, dude, any any old school, you know, alive, you know, Dead Alive and, you know, and all the other crazy fucking movies. So, hey, I wanted to ask you, too, real quick, you know, and this will kind of lead into, like, the last – I do a question in the podcast. We'll do it right after this. But I want to hear if there's any crazy, fun stories that you have that from working at the last blockbuster, anything that was surprising or anything that you caught or anything, like, fun that you wanted to share, any fun stories.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I think probably so far the coolest thing was when Ice Nine Kills came in. Oh, shit. Nice. So I would actually never heard of them until maybe a few months before I moved up to Oregon. Nice. So I'd seen that video of them with the Chucky Doll. Yeah. And uh yeah, and, and so they they came in and uh I was like, the 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 lead guy, um, I forgot his name, um, Spencer, right? See so so your name is Spencer, yeah. And okay. so he's like, he's like, hey, is, is it uh is it cool if like we, we take some pictures and videos, like we're in a band and I was like, yeah, that that's cool. And he's like all right and he kind of like uh, he was kind of like like looking at me like like did you want to do you want to talk or anything you know and I like I was like I was like what band are you in he's like we're nice Einstein kills and I was like I was like yeah I was like I I know you guys but I didn't want to say I just heard of you guys so I was like yeah, yeah. embarrassing <laughs> yeah with, with with the checking it out like yeah so that was really cool. And he actually gave me his number. We, we kind of text back and forth about movies and stuff a little bit. So nope. that was that, that's pretty sweet. And uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. So um, you guys know you guys know Mario Lopez, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So he has, he has like a morning show where they, you know, he and a girl sit on a couch and they discuss pop shit or whatever. Yeah. Um, our, our manager, Dan, had to take an interview with him on the phone. So I'm sitting there putting movies away. And the manager is just sitting there. This guy is like, I mean, we're, we're, we're super cool. And like when we're, when we're at his house and stuff, we like to just chill out and watch movies and have a good time. So it's just funny hearing this guy go, yeah, uh Blockbuster's been around for da 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 And he, I'm hearing Mario Lopez like on the call and the Zoom call on the other end, fucking straight AC Slater from Saved by the Bell go, well, that's really cool, Dan. <laughs> like the lady, the lady next to him is like, Oh, I remember because we used to get movies and he'd be like, Yeah, totally. It's just like all this like fake kind of like jibber jabber on the couch and it's just kind of surreal to hear hear this going this like an interview that you would see on TV, but like I'm in the room with the guy and I'm like, This is fucking
0: weird. <laughs> see, you're nicer than me, man. I, if it was Zach like on the interview, I would have been fucking with him. I would have been like,
1: mm, mm, I would
0: have been some doing dude. some like crazy shit, dude, just to fuck with I'm
1: him. The weirdest- I'm the, I'm the weirdest guy in Blockbuster and it takes every ounce of like everything I have to be as normal as I can. I slowly <laughs> put my personality to these kids over the months and stuff. So I couldn't just go, bam, here's me. I'm fucking like manic and I'm weird and I love horror. And
0: the, um, and, you couldn't Gen Z all, you couldn't uh, Generation X all over them. Like it might be a little too much for their very tender I, I, G, uh, you know, Gen Z hearts to handle. <laughs> The um uh, so so yeah no no I, I fucking love that dude so hey um uh, I I do want to wrap this up and and do a question of the podcast the um uh, you know uh, about this um so the uh, I'm I'm trying to you know th- think you know um like
2: what's oh, the most surprising movie you have ever rented from a blockbuster? That's perfect, perfect. He's he uh, he, he saved my ass. Movie. Yeah, like you just. Uh-huh. You're browsing through the shelves and you see that glowing movie and you're just like, "Huh, I'ma rent that." Oh. you I got, I got you. So
1: there's a movie called *Piercing*, and it's got um, the actress. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, but it's her. She was in *Crimson Peak* mm-hmm. and she played Alice in the new *Alice in Wonderland* movies. Mia walker I don't know how to, I don't know how to say your last name, eh. but so. Yeah, so it's her and have you guys seen Possessor?
2: No is that Brandon the one Cronenberg? with the uh the Jewish demon in the box, or am I thinking of a different one?
1: No, this one is this one's got this is Brandon Cronenberg, David Cronenberg's son, and, and it's a movie about uh, uh this the chick who plays Mandy. She's like an assassin who goes into people's brains and makes them do the kill.
2: Oh, no, I have not no, seen that, I must but have
1: That have sounds that interesting. One. Dude, Possessor is in my my employee picks. It's, okay. Fucking amazing. His new movie, Brandon Cronenberg's new movie, is coming out. It's got Skarsgard and Mia Goth in it, and it looks fucking bizarre. Same director. Looks awesome. But, anyways, right. um, so the girl, Mia Wachinowski, I saw her and the guy from Possessor. They're both on the cover of this movie, and it's just called Piercing, and it has like a bra and an ice pick on it. And I'm like, fucking taking it home. And it's about movie who it's a, it's a movie about two people who find out they get off on being stabbed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I don't want to read it. <laughs> the um, uh, all right, Zach, it's your turn.
1: <laughs> well, wait. Well, here's 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 a small a small little uh, plot. This guy is very high end, high rise apartment with a hot fiance type business guy, Wall Street dude. Sets up his briefcase, blah blah blah, and is narrating that he's leaving his wife for the weekend because he wants to go kill someone. So he sets up into an apartment, hires a hooker. He's gonna kill this hooker, but they find out that they get off on being stabbed.
2: All right, well, I'll be checking this movie out later. <laughs> this is why I had to
1: slowly introduce my personality to these kids at work. Yeah, no, that's, yeah fine. Uh, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, hey, rock
0: and roll. Man. Yeah. You guys should watch this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so off the top of my head, granted, this isn't a blockbuster rental. This is a Hollywood video rental. Um, but right. um, it's a Japanese horror, mo- well, horror action movie. It's a movie called Zaram. Uh, essentially I was walking through as a kid and I saw this cover and it was just like this Japanese girl in like this space, like combat uniform or whatever. And behind her, there's like these three alien looking demons that kind of look like a combination of a xenomorph queen with a skeleton. It was interesting. So there's, there's like three different variants of this thing. So I read the movie and I'm just like, all right, this is cool. Um, and essentially she's about a space bounty hunter and the, the creature is, like, this intergalactic badass that's just, like, one of the galaxy's most wanted, like, alien creatures, and for some reason it comes to Earth, and she traps it in this virtual reality dome, and she has to essentially kill the thing three times, because every time she kills it, it morphs into this new form, so it starts off as, like, this hulking tank of a creature, and then it goes into, like, this skinny, bony, slimy creature... And then it, it kind of goes into, like, this UFO-shaped head that morphs into another creature. And you're like, holy shit, this is fucking cool! <laughs> morphs into another
0: creature! Yep. <laughs> it's, it's just, like, layers very of just Japanese. awesome
2: alien space bounty hunter badassery. It's and it's yeah, such a great movie, and no one I've ever met has ever heard of it. I'm like, well, that's a shame. I-
1: here i'm writing it down what's it called again starts with an uh, s what's uh it? no
2: a z zaram or something like oh. that z, it's either z-i-r-a-m or z-e-i-r-a-m something like that
0: dope The um the um uh, and then i think uh mine is a tie between um and by the way i i found these i attempted to um, because my mom had the blockbuster card, so um, so I, I had to go through her for approval. And there's two movies that I didn't get approval for, but I watched later. Um, uh, were Species and and Ghost Ship. Uh. Oh,
1: *Intrigue* and *Species*, and I just fucking watched *Ghost Ship* two nights ago because I got the screen. Written- the Screen Factory one, it, love
0: it. It, dude, it is one of those movies that starts out as one movie and then ends as a completely different movie. But both movies I love. Like, I thought it was gonna yeah. be very like, like you know, that opening scene like makes it feel like it's gonna be like The Shining and very like you know of that like kind of like really like that stylistic you know like a little bit of like a, an American Giallo type of thing and and you like and then and then it goes and turns into a fucking B horror movie real real fast. The um and then
1: then yeah it starts off with like you said the shining and then they play Mudvayne.
0: <laughs> the um oh yeah dude, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> and the fucking sailor is like meddling out like while he's riding oh the God. waves and i'm like and i'm like and I'm like did they steal a, did they steal a deleted scene from the perfect storm the oh oh um <laughs> the um oh like the um oh it, it, it was such a dude and, and also too like the plot i actually it's so convoluted it's good that literally a demon is is stealing souls that should have never been gone to hell. And he's, yeah. he's harboring them to actually send them to hell, but if they're not supposed to go to hell. At least not all of them. Most of them are innocent souls. Right. And he's he fucking has, around. He has,
1: yeah, he has to mark... Yeah, he marks, like, the bad people, but then all the innocent people are still trapped there. But he's also using gold to do it.
0: Exactly. He's <laughs> using gold to, to agree. And, and like, I, I do love the ending, though. Like, I do love the ending... Like, what, yeah. you know, like when she's in the ambulance and like, and then he sees the fucking, like the crates going up into them and, you know, and then he just turns and you're like, you're like,
2: fuck. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's play, like,
0: no. And then Monday place. <laughs> and then Monday place. They really need to rewatch this movie. I haven't seen it since I first <laughs> saw it as a kid. It's so fucking like, it's just, it's, it's good. And then it's cheesy and then it's good. And then it's cheesy again. And it it's just a blast.
1: But uh, a movie that me and my dad stumbled upon late night, we were watching flicks and we stumbled upon right at the beginning. We watched the whole thing and it was fucking crazy was Ichi the Killer. (laughs) I heard of it, never seen it. Wow. Ichi the Killer is fucking crazy. It's just about a gangster trying to find his boss who's been killed by another guy. But the guy who killed him is like this psycho. And the guy who's looking for him is a fucking psycho who like keeps his mouth Put together here with these two rings because he has these huge cuts that go this way, and he has these two rings. So, because when he when he fights, you take them off. So, when you fucking punch him, your ha- hand goes into his mouth. He just goes, ah, 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 and it's,
0: God, That's fucking awesome. The, oh, the, the,
1: it's the weird killed. It's got some weird
0: psychosexual shit in it, too. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 that's awesome dude so <laughs> th- thank you so much man this is your opportunity to look directly in the camera and to um uh, let the good people know where they could find you as as a producer um on your all your social medias and then also if you want to plug uh the last blockbuster you're more than welcome in any of their social medias too so, uh, the, so- the, the floor is yours sir
1: awesome all right hey, this is squib uh aka ian and uh, you can check out uh, my album on bandcamp spotify i'm actually releasing a new one pretty soon within the next couple months uh another four track ep so uh check out uh bandcamp squib uh youtube is squib sounds um there's a video on there with seventy thousand likes so go check that one out or seventy thousand views i should say not likes (laughs) Uh, so go go and give that one some love um check out poltergeist od's music because i work with him a lot so go follow that guy if you don't um and uh, if you're ever in Bend Come check out The last blockbuster And come say hi And buy some merch It helps keep the store open
0: Absolutely <laughs> T-shirts
1: man. is like 20 a T-shirts like 20
0: rentals So come yeah. buy a shirt <laughs> It's fucking awesome man It's awesome So hey And we'll, and I'll close this thing out For us yeah. as well Thank <laughs> you so much the Yoma. Thank you so much Yeah for- I'll to say Thank you for oh yeah absolutely I'm, I'm an, I'm, 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 no no you're good man I'm gonna close it out real quick you're awesome The um, uh, thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Nightmares podcast uh, you can find us where all podcasts are available, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube all that great stuff and if you are watching us on YouTube if you could be so awesome to stab that like button smash that subscribe and click that little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content right here on MHN. and of course you can find us on all of our great social medias uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and slash the social media for all things horror thank you so much and uh, we'll see you next time on the nightmares podcast bye guys peace